I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, you didn't give me the final. We got a semi and we got nine games to help us do what we do. Well, you heard it from Arlington Mayor Jim Ross. Despite reports over the last two weeks that the final match of the 2026 Men's World Cup would be held at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington, FIFA announced Sunday that the champion would instead be crowned at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, home to the NFL's New York Giants and New York Jets. I cannot believe we lost the jersey, So, so but, but it happened. The city, the state, the region itself has done a lot of things to position ourselves for a global event like this. When Emmett Smith puts it that way, it's a little tougher to swallow. I'm Chris Blake, and Texas wants to know how people are reacting to the news that Arlington will host nine World Cup matches in two years, but not the final. We've covered that AT&T Stadium won't host the final, but it will host one of the two semifinals and nine matches total in most of any of the tournament's 16 host cities. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and Mavericks legend Dirk Nowitzki both said the region was ready. We'll assure you that we will take each one of these games and we'll use every ounce of anything the Cowboys are about, anything North Texas is about, everything Texas is about. I'm more excited than I am disappointed to have nine games and and to host so many people from all over the world. So I think Dallas is ready for it and it's going to be a a great World Cup. The 16 host cities are spread between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada. Aside from Arlington and New Jersey, the U.S. host sites are Atlanta, Boston, Houston, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Miami, Philadelphia, Seattle, and San Francisco. Mexico City will host the tournament's opening match. Guadalajara and Monterrey will also hold matches in Mexico. And in Canada, the host cities are Toronto and Vancouver. I spoke with Gavin Dawson, one of the hosts of the G-Bag Nation on KRLD's sister station, 105.3 The Fan, about his reaction to the news and what it will mean for North Texas. Gavin Dawson, thanks for making time today. Right on, man. Thanks for having me. Always good to see you. So were you watching the World Cup announcement yesterday afternoon? No, I was actually getting updates on my phone from a friend because I was uh, I was coaching. <laughs> I was coaching at that time. Um, so as I got out of the car and, and started the session, we were within minutes of the most important announcement. So but had had a place to be. So I was checking on my phones and giving updates to the dads and the players. Now, one of the things we saw for the couple of weeks leading up to this announcement was that the final was going to be at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. That was not the case. So what was your reaction when you saw that it was going to be in New York? The crazy soccer media got us again, you know, um, and it, it's it's a story that, you know, is kind of annoying. But once you are inside the soccer news cycle, you just have to be ready for a tabloid nature to any story. And nothing has really happened until you've like triple confirmed it. You know, so it's kind of like how the the modern day situation on Twitter or X, there's all these prank accounts. There's fake Adam Schefter's, the most popular NFL reporter. And it's a game to try to get something to go viral or to make news when it's not really news. And that's the way I treat soccer media as well. It was um, no doubt disappointing. You know, I thought there was a legitimate chance to it and I would have actually picked Dallas over the other cities. But it was not a surprise that even though the story had surfaced twice and the guy said he had good sources, that it just wasn't true again. From the committee standpoint, what do you think gives New York the leg up? 
Well, you know, number one media market in America, I, I think, is, is a big start. Um, maybe uh, more access for uh, a European uh, teams flying in as far as not having an additional four hours to fly um, for the fans coming from there. You know, but I, I think mass transportation has to be a factor. Um, and I think just New York's ability to capture the imagination of the globe. You know, you're going to Times Square, you're doing all of these things. And I think that makes sense, more sense to me, even as a DFW guy, that that would be the centerpiece of your tournament. Now, North Texas fans shouldn't be disappointed. Nine matches here is still a pretty big deal, right? Oh, yeah. Nine matches, the semifinal. This is still a huge win for for DFW. I know they had to have been disappointed, and maybe they get the nine matches. But for me, as a fan that wants to go to games, going into this, if you would say, hey, would you rather have the final or the most games? I'm leaning most games because I want opportunities to get tickets at a decent price. I want lots of different variety of teams and players to go see. And I think this is fantastic. And we will still get to see one of the teams that will appear in the final. So is that where we can catch you all of June 2026? Well, I don't know all of June 2026. I think I might have to hit the West Coast for a USA game, uh, either uh, Seattle or Los Angeles, where all three of their group games are going to be. But yes, I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to drive as much of the show uh, towards that so we can you know, experience that from a professional perspective as well. But whatever I have to do as a fan is, as well, we'll see what the, uh, what the budget and the credit cards can handle. If you're not a soccer fan in DFW, can you kind of put this into perspective scale-wise? What can people expect a couple years from now? Well, you know, I think the final would have been, what do they say, 10 Super Bowls? What did Jerry Jones say? Eight Super Bowls, something like that. I think the the closest thing that it would impact is how we remember the commerce around the Super Bowl uh, that was here in in 2010 2011, um, combined with the traffic around Fair Park, <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I, on game day traffic around Fair Park when Texas and OU are playing. You know, I, I think that's what it's going to be. I think for uh, you know the the hospitality industry, this is a windfall unlike anything we've seen in Dallas Fort Worth. That has to be very exciting for those. Um, um, you know, small business operators around town and, and the corporations as well. You know, hotels, the airfare, the restaurants. It, and it is going to be, I, I, I believe, it is going to be the, the greatest soccer party we've ever had in Dallas-Fort Worth with all of the internationals being here, all of the watch parties, the, the international flavors and, and everything. It is it's going to be, I, I think, the greatest soccer month of our lives. Maybe the biggest soccer month in the country's history. Absolutely, um, because in '94, you know, I was I was an adult by then, um, and I spent my whole life playing soccer. It was exciting to have it, but the MLS was just an idea still then, and it was coming. But now, the MLS has set up shop, and you know, all of these uh, different uh, international leagues have set up shop in our in our cable and satellite providers. Everybody knows the sport. It is very comfortable as one of the top five American sports now, instead of a reach. You know, in, instead of something that we were hoping one day would become popular. It's now popular. We have five world-class players. We have more good players than ever before. There's just so many reasons to be excited about, you know, culturally where we are and how good the team is. All right, Gavin, thanks. I wish you luck in uh, taking your show on the road to the West Coast in two years. <laughs> thanks. We're going to give it a go. The 2026 World Cup gets underway in Mexico City on June 11th of that year. The U.S. team's first match will be Friday, June 12th in L.A.
I'm Chris Blake at News Radio 1080 KRLD in Dallas, Fort Worth. Thanks for listening to this episode of Texas Wants to Know. If you liked it, please give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. I wrote, edited, and produced this episode with editorial support from Cooper Mall and original music by Michael Eisenstein. Odyssey's managing producer for national news podcasts is Myron Kaplan.